Let's pray together. Remind us today, God, why we are here, who we are. What do you want from us? We make ourselves available to you today. We are yours to do your work and to do our work as a part of your bigger story for the greater mission, whatever that means. Make us your glory and build us up that we may build up one another and so glorify you. In the name of Jesus. The passage of Scripture that we read just a moment ago from Isaiah 43 talks about us coming through the waters and coming through fire. It's baptismal imagery. But it's the location, it is the location of Isaiah 43 that helps really broaden out this story. You see, when Jesus was baptized after Jesus was born and lived and started coming into the world, that was not the beginning of the story. It was a part of a much greater story. In Isaiah 43, being the beginning of the second half of Isaiah, is a story about people who have just come through the waters and just come through the fire, just like the Exodus story. I mean, think about the people leaving Egypt. When they left Egypt and started moving toward the promised land, they had to go through the waters, quite literally parted waters. That's this baptismal imagery. Well, in Isaiah 43, by the time we reach that point, Isaiah 40 through 66, the second half of Isaiah, it is as the people are coming home from being in exile, Assyria, Babylon, the Persian Empire, the Greco-Roman Empire, all of these things going on around them. And what is God doing? What God does best, bringing them through the waters, bringing them through the fire. Today, Christians around the world, at least in the Western church, call today the baptism of the Lord. That's what today is on the Christian calendar. Now, on the Eastern calendar, this week, just a few days ago, was Christmas. So, again, it's not, it's not around the world, but everything right now, Western church, Eastern church, everything all around the world, all of these things are going on that speak to this continuing story and what God is doing. Baptism, however you look at it and whatever you think about it, is ultimately about a journey. Think about your own baptism. As a young man, I stepped into the waters because I was told that's what you were supposed to do. I got in the water. Someone grabbed me. Their instructions to me were not quite so godly. It was, hold your nose. And so I did. <laughs> Next thing I knew, I was being immersed. And I didn't quite know what was going to happen. Thankfully, the preacher pulled me back up. And thus began my journey. I didn't know what was going on. didn't know what was happening. Most of us know more about our baptism today than we did the day we were baptized. This is the nature of baptism. Fast forward quite a few years from that moment to 2006, I believe it was, the first time I went to Israel. 
we were one day into the trip, all of us were semi-jet lagged or what we were all tired and trying to adjust. We were driving around to different places around the Sea of Galilee and we found this little church that we went into. They talked about it a little bit and they said, you're going to have a little bit of time to just walk around. Well, I left the building and walked about a hundred yards from the building down this rocky path to stand on the shoreline of the Sea of Galilee. And I had an irresistible urge to kneel by the water, pick up the water out of the Sea of Galilee and start washing my face. I can't tell you why, but I thought, how often do you get to be at the Sea of Galilee? So why not? So I start washing my face. Now, was that my baptism? No, but it's a part of my story. And these are the moments that make us who we are as the people of God. As we keep leaning into and saying yes to God. Baptism is a waypoint on our travels. Our baptism looks to Jesus and says, do your best work with this clay in your hands. We do our work while making ourselves available to God for the bigger picture, for the greater mission. We learn from each other, and we build each other up. Hear this word of the Lord from Luke 3, 15 through 22. As the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one is more powerful than I. He is coming. I'm not worthy to untie the strap of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear the threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So, with many other exhortations, he proclaimed the good news to the people, but Herod, the ruler, who had been rebuked by him because of Herodias, his brother's wife, and because of all the evil things that Herod had done, added to them all by shutting up John in prison. Now, when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, you are my son, the beloved, with you I am well. I think it's natural to want to hear the voice of God, to hope for signs and wonders, but sometimes we have to base our faith on the lives of others, what others tell us and do for us. We depend on the writer of Luke this morning to tell us a story that we do not see with our own eyes, but Luke is faithful 
and tells us a story that is not always pleasant, it's not always easy, but it's one that I know I need to pay attention to. God's voice from heaven said on the day of Jesus' baptism, I am well pleased. And I like to believe, because the Bible tells us so, that God can look at us and say, I'm well pleased. Not because we are perfect, but because we say yes to God. We do our work while making ourselves available to God for the bigger picture, for the greater mission. We learn from each other, and we build each other up. And as we go through life, I think it's natural to meet people along the way who emulate Jesus, who live day after day in such a way that makes you say, I want to be like that person. You know what I mean? You just, you just run across some people along the way who exude the characteristics that get your attention. It's not that these people on the path are perfect. That's unrealistic to believe about others, and it's unrealistic to try to force on yourself. But in your everyday interactions with some people, you at least see things that remind you that it's good to try to be a better person. We do our work while making ourselves available to God. We learn from each other, and we build each other up. I have worked alongside Antero Gutierrez now for 12 years. And when I see him and his giving and kind spirit, I see the kind of man that I would kind of like to be. A little gentler than I am now, a little kinder than I naturally tend to be. And I see that in Antero. If all you see is a janitor, when you see Antero, you are missing out on the opportunity to know a good man. And his name is Antero. And we appreciate him. And truthfully, he reminds me a lot of men like John out in the desert who did their work, who did it well, and did it all for others. Intero is a good reminder to me personally to do our work while making ourselves available to God for the bigger picture, for the greater mission. We learn from each other, and we build each other up. John, as the person who baptized Jesus, did it all for the bigger picture. And I think there's a lesson in there, because unless your name is Jesus and you were born in a manger, we're all in the same boat. And we are all in need of God's redemption. We are all in need of the same welcome of the Lord. We are also called to work, to do our part, not to be a mere spectator. We all have the same mission, even if we play different roles. And that mission, quite simply put, is to welcome everyone as we have been welcomed. John the baptizer and Antero are both good examples of people who do what they do with integrity, and they do it with respect. They are people who know why they are here, 
and there is a lesson to be learned in there as well, and that lesson all has to do with goodness. We do our work. We make ourselves available to God for the bigger picture, for the greater mission. We learn from one another. and All the while, we build each other up. And along the way, we can look at our friend Antero and say boldly, with the voice of God, you are beloved, and with you we are well pleased. And what might be even cooler is if he looks at us and says the same thing. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and Happy Holy Name of Jesus Day and Happy Epiphany and Happy Baptism of the Lord Day and you are loved in the name of Jesus. Amen.